This is Mish. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Cardi, and welcome to Millennial Love. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Cara D, and this episode is brought to you by BioClarity. So, y'all, I've been trying out BioClarity for the last few weeks, and let me tell y'all, my skin is so much softer, so much clearer, and my confidence level has shot through the roof. I know y'all been seeing me on Instagram, shawty. So, I'm pretty sure you're trying to figure out why BioClarity. Well, it's pretty simple. First, your face is no place for weird, harsh chemicals, and BioClarity has naturally calming and cleansing extracts including green tea and chamomile plus bioclarity cools and soothes your skin with cucumber and oat kernel extracts it's also unlike traditional acne treatments so bioclarity doesn't use benzoyl peroxide it's that stuff that causes you to get red dryness and irritation on your skin and bioclarity combines the power of prescription grade salicylic acid and restorative floralux which is this new and unique ingredient which is derived from chlorophyll which comes straight out of plants. Clinical studies have also shown strong results with BioClarity, including a significant reduction in the number of blemishes, improved overall appearance of facial skin, and reduced oiliness and shininess without drying out your skin. And that's good for us brown, black and brown people. Also, it's really good for your skin and Mother Nature. It's suitable for all skin types. It's dermatologist developed, tested, and recommended. And BioClarity is 100% vegan, cruelty-free, which is PETA certified, honey, gluten-free, and paraben-free. Now, lastly, there's only three steps to clear skin. First, you cleanse. And the rich foaming facial cleanser gently removes dirt, oil, and environmental pollutants. Next, you treat. And the treatment penetrates pores and attacks the bacteria that causes acne to clear up your skin. And lastly, you restore. And the restore gel leaves your skin feeling smooth and refreshed. So just like me, Cara D, <laughs> let BioClarity help give you the confidence of clear skin to take on life. Just just go to bioclarity.com. And this is a special promotion just for our millennial love listeners. You guys will get your first month for only $9.99 plus free shipping. That's over a $20 savings and it comes with a 100% risk-free money-back guarantee. All you need to do is enter the millennial love code, which is L-O-V-3. That's bioclarity.com and enter the code L-O-V-3. Finally, an acne treatment that actually works for us. Bioclarity.com. Hey, we back. What up, shouty? We back for another round. Okay, I don't know why I'm being ghetto right now. But. Uh, I mean, you know. <laughs> it's Ratchet Halloween tonight, so it you is. might as well just it enjoy is. yourself. It's Ratchet Ween tonight. <laughs> it is Ratchet Ween tonight. Absolutely. People are going to be out with their wretched <laughs> Halloween costumes. I've seen somebody in white face is a Trump supporter. I'm just, I'm done with people. Like, you think that that is okay? 
It's Listen, a little bit funny. Though. It is hilarious. <laughs> Did you see the one last year when there was white privilege and he had on like he had on like a white cape and he was in all white? No. I didn't, I didn't see that. <laughs> it was stupid. Is that not a Ku Klux Klan? It's so Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> um, really quick, y'all. Our homie, Tavisha, is in the studio with us. We're not in the studio, but we're going to act like we're in the studio. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Tavisha is in the house. What up, what up, what up? Hey, y'all. Thank y'all for having me. Absolutely. I'm so excited. Of course, of course. So we're Our gonna, main man. Yeah, we're going to get into why she's here in a minute. But first... How was your week, Mish? My week was great. Um, wait, hold on. I think I'm lying a little bit. <laughs> no, you're not. I mean, my week was great, right? Obviously, I had an amazing time at PV in mm-hmm. Houston, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'm dead mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I literally moved for like four days. Like, I was 19 again. Cool, <laughs> right? You while moved by yourself? In the midst. No, of I mean, it. like, I was moving around. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, yeah. So while it was going on, I was like, yeah, this is cool. I'm feeling good. <laughs> Drinking my Gatorade to keep myself, you know. Hydrated. It's a must. It's yeah. a must. No hangovers. Every night I woke up. I mean, every day I woke up, no hangovers. You That's were super blessing. hydrated. Yeah. That's I was like really blessing. doing it, right? Yeah. Child, yesterday. <laughs> it's a science to do that. <laughs> Yesterday, which is Monday, my body was like, psych. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Got him. Got it. She guessed it. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> you was right. Yeah, I mean, like, I had to take a bath with Epsom salt and um, alcohol, a hot, steamy bath. I had to have tea. All day today, it's just been like, what is really happening? A little bit of self-love. Yeah, I mean, just self-care, period. Like, I'm like, I don't know. I don't want to do it again, though. Because (laughs) 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 I can't do that two weekends in a row. So, I I mean. I understand. Yeah, it felt good. So, that's how my week has been. So, it's been great, but now I'm. You're dead. I'm feeling it. I feel you. My week was good, too. The live show at PV was amazing. Absolutely. I was not expecting the students to be so vocal. And shout out to them. Like, we appreciate y'all. We appreciate everything you brought to the podcast. Shout out to Dr. Wilson for real. Yes. Because he was the star of the show. Like, he really brought everything full circle. And it was perfect. And we, he was exactly what we needed and wanted in the episode. So it was great. Um, I love Dr. Wilson. He, he made me want to be in school again. I wasn't there, but I was there in spirit, and he was dropping some knowledge. Yeah. Not which, only was he dropping knowledge, but Dr. Wilson is low-key fine. fine huh? oh. So when I... Why when haven't he, I seen a picture? In. I mean, picture, please. We, yeah, we, we got to show you Dr. Wilson. Um, <laughs> I was waiting. I, see, I didn't give y'all that before no, we got here. We didn't I need it. I was waiting for just, you guys. We didn't need it. <laughs> we didn't need it because when I seen him, I was like... Oh, uh, 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 okay, Dr. Wilson, it's your mustache. You better come on through. So, Dr. Wilson is giving me nerdy chic, and I am feeling it. Shout out to you with your Dr. fine Wilson. self. Oh, Dr. Wilson. Um, <laughs> she said, oh, Dr. Wilson. And Dr. Wilson is a little bit taller than I thought he was. Like, okay, Dr. That baby had them khakis on. I was like, mm, I don't normally like, like those khakis, shoes, but though. I do today. Right. Mm-hmm. Put together. And then that baby was dropping knowledge. I was like, you better come on. You smart. Um, let, let me get off that. But not only that, he was making you think, too. He was yes. Those critical thinking skills had to he come into play. He was pulling it out. So anyway. And then one more thing. I saw Daniel Caesar this past week. Mm. Listen. Who's that? 
this singer. Oh. And let me tell y'all something. You know Daniel Caesar? Mm-hmm. If you think you like the CD. It's better live. Bruh, what a thousand times. I was in that bit tearing up. And I don't even do that for artists. What does he sing? He sings like R&B soul music. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, he's almost in the same vein. Well, he's kind of like Daily. Do you like Daily? Yes. Yes. I saw Daily mm-hmm. this week too. Mm-hmm. Bruh, I saw him back to back. Wow. Do you like Daily? Okay, Daily is. Daily is. I'm trying to put him in the. He's like. I guess he's like Jill Scott in a man in a man body. Okay, mm-hmm. like as far as his vibe. Mm-hmm. Listen, you can throw a little floor tree in there too because he little bit okay. of does collabs okay. with her mm-hmm. with them. Okay, Listen, Every, both them are like, oh, what if Daily and freaking Daniel Caesar did a song? Sorry, <laughs> I just got really excited. I made my way front row. You came out the chair just then. I know, I know, I know, I know. No, I made my way to front row at the Daily concert. Like I don't know how I did. I was about to ask. But I inched my butt right on up there. He touched my hand. Oh. It was everything. Okay. That was my week. So. Okay. Tabisha. Yes, ma'am. How was your week? My week was uh, a lot. Um, I did a, a lot of partying um, two weekends <laughs> in a row, like Ooh. you as well. Um, but I didn't have a costume. Um, so for me, it, my body's not used to that. Right. I'll say. So recovery time was probably a little bit more than four days. Mm. So I was on the same thing you were on. With the bath salts and the <laughs> hydration, right. um, except I use Pedialyte instead of Gatorade. Okay. You gotta try that next time. I've I've heard about that, mm-hmm. but I don't like medicine, so I was like, mm. you can dilute it. Okay, okay. make okay. it like a legal syrup a little bit, maybe. Right. No. <laughs> 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 oh my god! But I'm what I do, what I do really though is if you're going to drink, I take it with me um, and have my drink and my Pedialyte because the Pedialyte keeps you hydrated. That's why you get. Hangover, hangover because right. you're so dehydrated. Nasty though. Pedialyte. The, what is flavor just, are you drinking? I don't know. I just bought. You got about the fruit time. punch. Okay. Don't say. Grapes, and then it has to be cold. Oh, it has to be cold. And maybe okay. that's the issue too, because I think I was drinking this like ice the cold, and then you have to drink the whole thing to keep that hangover. Yeah. I mean, it's a science to make sure that you don't get those. Hangovers. I mean, it's practicing self love and self care. Yeah. I mean, gotta love hey, yourself. Got to. Got to. The next day, if you have a hangover, you. You obviously didn't love yourself. And then once you get yeah. up, once you, you get over thirty, you just don't bounce back. I was just about to say that, like Mm-mm. hangovers at thirty versus twenty one, bro. Not it takes even me the same. Hours to recover. Mm-mm. Yeah. So 36. both the past two Sundays, I've been on my couch. Yeah, my couch was like, get off me, bro. Like, <laughs> get off me, bro. <laughs> really quick, y'all. Justin is out this week, as you can see, because his loud ass ain't here. <laughs> but no, he is doing onboarding for his new position. So shout out to Justin over there being great, spreading his black boy joy all around Yay. his new job. So shout out to him. Um, <clears throat> and we miss him a little bit, but not really. <clears throat> Just kidding. I do miss you, Justin. We absolutely do. We do. Um, and I'm going to give it to Michelle. Yes, so um, just so everyone knows, we are an amazing podcast, and yes, we do give you episodes every Sunday. Every. We try to put them out at eight, but you know, sometimes we, we be a little <laughs> on CP time. Black. But um, yeah, you know. 
Uh, but uh, we do that for y'all. We also, though, are a network. So not only do we have our podcast, but we are bringing on another podcast up under the Millennial Love Network. And we are hoping to continue to expand over the next year or so so that we continue to bring you all great t- content from ourselves, but from others that also have that creativity and amazing things um, to give you guys. So... Yes, Yes. we are operating in that today, Millennial Love Network. Yes, so in that same vein, that's the reason why Tavisha is here, because that was lame. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We are adding her podcast to the Millennial Love Network. Yay! Thank you, thank um, you. We do. We need some sound effects. We need like I need to pull it up real quick. Bonk, bonk. Right, just making horn. So we are adding her podcast to the Millennial Love Network. Today we're going to introduce you guys to Tavisha, her story, everything that she has to say. Just as a side note, she's hella fit, so it's going to have something to do with being fit. Yeah, so disregard my whole my whole concept, my whole talk a little bit earlier about <laughs> alcohol. <laughs> Don't judge me. You have to have a good no time. Judgment. No judgment. So her podcast is called Elbow Grease, and it's pretty much amazing. And the reason why we wanted to add it to the Millennial Love Network is because, one, we're not fit. So, <laughs> and I ain't even, I don't think none of us fit to have another I don't think that's fair. Okay. I don't think that's fair. Uh-uh. No. <laughs> But we also don't talk about physical fitness. It's not our it's not our lane. We stay in our lane. And this is something that I think a lot of millennials and and people of our generation and black people really need to focus on generally. Our health right. and wellness is hella important. Not only do you need to go to therapy, but you need to go to the gym as well. So we we want to bring Tavisha on to the Millennial Love Network to bring that part of physical wellness to the Millennial Millennial Love Network. So, so just to give you guys a little snippet of Tavisha, I'm just going to go over a few things about her personal story just so you guys can know her a little bit better before she comes on and talks about her podcast. So Tavisha's personal story is a compelling one. She's a native of Ryan, Georgia. Come on, GA. And whoop, spent whoop. the majority of her youth in suburban Georgia with her mom. At an early age, she discovered gymnastics, and gymnastics was Tavisha's introduction to sports, and she excelled at it beyond measure. She achieved level nine category as a gymnast, which sounds hella lit to me, (laughs) two levels below the Olympic qualifying status. Wow. Wow. This experience was Tavisha's first indication that she possessed a gift, one to be both cherished and cultivated. She was committed and comfortable in the sport, a point proven when as a high school freshman, she won the World Cheerleading Association National Championship. She had found her niche. Okay, pause. She had found her niche. (laughs) Tavisha immersed herself in training as a gymnast and was awarded a cheerleading scholarship to Hawaii Pacific University. Wow, that's an amazing school for cheerleading. Like That's like the top school for cheerleading. That's dope. No, that's really dope. I didn't know that. Okay. (laughs) During her matriculation, she continuously made the dean's list. Unfortunately, Tavisha's mother had, a long, had long suffered from sickle cell anemia, a painful condition that robbed her of much of her strength and mobility. In 2002, her mother's condition worsened. She, uh, sorry. she needed more assistance than she had in the past. In response to her mother's need, Tavisha t- returned home. She attended a local college until her mother... Re- regained independence after which she urged Tavisha to continue to pursue her passion competitive cheerleading 
Tavisha enrolled at Southern University in Louisiana, where she won a National Cheerleaders Association Collegiate All-American Cheerleader, the Black College Individual National Champion, Black College Cheerleader of the Year for Overcoming Adversity, and a participant on the Repeat Co-Ed National Championship. You are everything. I love cheerleading. (laughs) By then, it was clear to most people who met Tavisha that to her, sports was an art form, and she had a level of skill that was hard to duplicate. So without further ado, Miss Tavisha. Well, thank you for that awesome introduction. Yes. I mean, Jesus, you are yeah. accomplished girl. Seriously, that's that's amazing. Um, well, when you have mitigating circumstances, um, you're forced to either move forward or stay stagnant or regress. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see myself as having an option. Um, so as of right now, though, um, I am a boxer and a personal trainer um, and kind of sort of a life coach um, in okay. the sense that um, in my day-to-day activities, I talk with people all day, every day about what they need to help them overcome whatever mental, physical, mental, or emotional um, characteristics that they have that may be preventing them from reaching their goals. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's why I wanted to start Elbow Grease, um, because you need all three. You need the mental, physical, and the spiritual in order to be your best self, and that's out here what I'm trying. That's basically what I'm out here trying to do every day is be right. my best self. Um, and I've heard you guys say that before right. too, um, as I am an avid listener of your podcast. So I am Yay. overwhelmed <laughs> with excitement. <Yeet>. And uh, <laughs> yeet. Um, to, <laughs> say yeet. Sorry. Oh, oh, oh that oh. is so college. Yeet. Oh my god. Okay, sorry. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm excited. I'm a little nervous, um, but I'm sure I'll be fine. Is it with anything new? It just takes times and uh, yeah. and and repetitiveness to to feel comfortable. Um, but Overall, at the end of the day, when you listen to Elbow Grease, I want you to feel like you come away feeling empowered. It's supposed to be a time of reflection, but also a time of growth in every aspect. Like I said before, the mental, physical, and the spiritual. And that's how the podcast is going to be, going, going to be formatted. Okay. Um, there will be a segment of each one of those. And that's kind of what I want to um, go over with you guys today to kind of give you a little bit of an idea of how I do things over here in these parts. In the ATL. I'm loving it. Oh, yeah. Shout out. She (laughs) lives in Atlanta. So all of our Atlanta listeners, we know it's a bunch of y'all out here. Y'all can like have some FaceTime with her. I don't know. She's she's a celebrity <laughs> low-key, so she might not be out and about. Oh, right. no. But, um, <laughs> but, you, but hold on, though. You can come and watch me because I am going to be a professional boxer starting next year. So um, look Shut out because I will be promoting up. that all over social media. Um, right. So I have uh, 30, 30-something amateur fights. So um, wow. Next year? Next year. When do you start? Um, I'm in training now. My coach is in Toledo, so um, I am going there once a month. Um, so I got to figure out how I'm going to manage that um, because my coach is really the shit. Um, he really is um, with all his accolades. And so I feel like I have to sacrifice and do what I need to do to make sure I get right. there. Um, yeah. So Absolutely. that's okay. So can you delve more into boxing and like, like what's your weight? Class? I don't know nothing about it. I, I, what's coming to mind is welterweight. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> um, so can you tell us more about like what that what that is? Like what professional boxing is well, about? Women's weight classes are different from men. Okay. Um, I would be classified as light flyweight or straw weight when I, once I turn professional. Um, I'll probably box anywhere from 106 to 112. I probably won't go anywhere over over 112. Okay. Um, but. Uh, 
in 2012, I was on the uh, first Olympic trials team for women's boxing. And so um, I left my job, my car, my house, and moved to California after the Olympic trials because I made the Olympic trials while getting working on my second master's um, and having a full-time job, driving an hour each way to work. I drove from Marietta down to East Point. Ooh, wow. I know Every day for work, an hour each Ooh, way. Right. So I felt like... 75. Yeah. Ooh, Which is the worst. The worst. Oh, um, right now, we'll try, but rush hour starts at three o'clock in, in Atlanta. Yeah. <clears throat> Sunday through Sunday. Oh, um, oh my gosh. But uh, so when I went to um, California, um, I had to sacrifice everything. And so I'm not, I'm, I'm very familiar with having to sacrifice. Um, and I feel like that's what's given me the confidence and the, you know, the knowledge to be able to present this podcast in such a meaningful manner um, because I've been through it. And that's what I want everybody to understand. I'm not anywhere near where I want to be, mm-hmm. um, but I'm in the process. So I'm in the trenches with you guys. And I want this to be collaborative. Um, you can teach me something and hopefully we can we can grow together, um, creating a, a network for uh, African-American women. Really everybody, but in general, because I am a black woman, mm-hmm. um, that's who my I'm specifically speaking to and making sure that we are empowered because we can all use a little bit more of that. Especially in 2017. Well, thank you, Bisha, for the introduction. We're going to delve in in a second, but y'all already know that we have an icebreaker. I don't know why I'm doing this like it's a radio show because it's Uh, not. I mean, I don't know what I'm I'm doing. (laughs) I really do. Don't mind me, y'all. I don't know what's wrong with me today. And I'm just sitting here because I'm really (laughs) honestly. On trying street, to push truly. through, yeah, I'm just, I'm just trying to push through. So, <laughs> because Tavisha is a trainer and we are going to be talking about fitness and all that entails tonight, um, I thought, because we are clowns, <laughs> that it would be funny to talk about your worst experience of being out of the gym, trying to get back on track, <laughs> and what that looked like as far as Working out and food. <laughs> you laughing already. <laughs> because I'm doing it now, okay? Like, okay. as we're talking, I am supposed... First of all, I just ate canes. Let me just... just I don't want to call you out, but I was. that's why I gave you that look. <laughs> disclosure. I just ate canes, okay? Last week, I meal prepped. I'm to my, I'm to my full-on meal prep, like breakfast, lunch, and dinner meal prep, like fruit, snacks. I had my little almonds and a little to-go box. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was... I was doing it, drinking 64 ounces of water a day. Right. I'm talking about doing it. And today, I ate canes. Like, I don't know... I. I think, and then what I always do in my mind is if it's like, let's say it's it's Wednesday, and I'm like, dang, I done messed up. Well, I can't start my workout back over till Monday, so I might as well just, I might as well just keep going. And I do that every week, and I have an accountability partner on Instagram. She literally texts me every day what she's going to eat, what workout she's going to do. And we do that with each other. And I still be dead on working out. Like, I still just be like, I'm going to just go home. I just don't. I don't know what's wrong with me. So how long have you been out of the game, the the workout game? The full workout game, probably six months, maybe more. Mm -hmm. Seven to eight, really? Mm -hmm. Oh, man, I feel bad now. Don't, I mean, don't 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 feel feel bad. bad. It happens. It's a a process, just like everything else. Um, So my (laughs) question, my question to you is, uh, what do you think causes these, these lulls or these, you know, you fall off the bandwagon? I be tired. 
I really think that that's what it is. Like with the eating, okay, with the eating is, I think the eating is just because I'd be like, oh my God, I don't have enough time. I don't make time to mm -hmm. meal prep, right? Mm -hmm. But as far as the workouts, I'd be like, I just be tired. Like when I get home from work, I don't want to do nothing else. Okay. Um, so can I have a, a real come to Jesus moment with you real quick? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sitting back. <laughs> is coming. <laughs> So as it pertains to your 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 food, um, people do what they really want to do. Uh -huh. um, so, and this will require you to peel back a little bit of layers. I'm not sure how comfortable you'd be doing. Mm -mm, go ahead, come do on, that. come on. Um, so, everybody struggles with something, and, and and for the most part, it is people with uh, when they struggle with food overall. But getting your food together is really simple. It's not easy. You just have to do the work to get it to get it done. Mm -hmm. So if you know on the other side of that work is how you want to feel, look, present yourself and all those other things, why not do it? Why are you blocking yourself or keeping yourself from taking that next step? I'm it's a comfortable. Mental game. Yeah, no, it's definitely a mental game. I think I'm comfortable where I am. And I don't know. That's I was caught off guard by that question. I don't know. I said come to Jesus. No, you did. And I'm trying to like really cuz that's a deep question cuz I do feel like it goes it goes back to like insecurities mm -hmm. and like I want to feel and look a certain way, but I also usually don't have to work hard for things. So with working out, it's not an instant it's there's no instant gratification. And I'm used to instant gratification with everything else in my life. So okay. it's difficult for me to stick to working out when I probably won't see a result for eight months. However long, yeah. Whatever. Okay, so that, um, so basically when you are not working out, um, what is your motivating factor to get you back to working out? And when, I look, back when I look at a picture of myself and I'd be like, you look like a slob. Okay, but you just said you were comfortable. Right, because I know how to dress to cover it until I don't. But how, do, but how does that make you feel because you're covering it? Disgusting. Okay, so you're not, <laughs> you're not actually comfortable. No. Okay, so what is it going to take for you to get past that little block that you have? If you don't know what that block is that's the thing you need to figure out and that's what's going to have to be fixed before you can look and feel how you want to look and feel. What are common blocks with women? Um, it varies. Um, for, for me, um, I don't like attention. I know that my physique looks a certain way and so the average person is going to do a double take or keep looking. Um, so I dress, you know, different ways. Um, and so um, other times it's just a, a, I don't feel like it. Um, maybe somebody pissed me off at, at work or maybe I'm just, you know, my attitude is bad for no reason. And so I am in therapy now to address those issues because I have a few roadblocks left that are keeping me from being my best self in, in, in that regard. So it's not, maybe not be a question you could answer right now. Yeah. I, Cause I'm, I'm, I have, my boyfriend has asked me, he's very into fitness and like mm -hmm. eating right. He's really good about mm -hmm. it. And I'm, I just have never Unless I'm doing cheerleading stuff, when I was doing I wanted to work out. Mm -hmm. I liked it. Now I'm just like, it doesn't bring any joy to my life. Okay. Um, I, don't I don't enjoy it. I don't like it. So I do it because I... Is it the, the pro the, while you're working out, you don't like it? Yeah, I don't like so it So how do you feel when you're done working out? Okay, I guess. 
Okay. I mean, I, I'm not like, oh my God, I feel, you know, I don't get runners high. I don't think. I don't feel so I have so I amazing. Have two things for you. I want you to think about why you're self sabotaging, and then two, why you want to work out and why you, what is your fitness goal and why you want to get there. Because your why is the most important thing. If you don't know why, it's not going to happen. You knew why you wanted to go to law school. You knew why yeah. you wanted to go to undergrad. Right. And you knew the work it was going to take to get there. You knew it was going to take a solid three years. But now you don't want to give me eight months? I know. <laughs> why did this turn serious? <laughs> <laughs> you still fall. But it's my turn. It's your- <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I'll just, I mean, I'll just give mine. So, I mean... I don't have a problem going to the gym, right? My issue is eating. So this is what happened, right? So I reached out to a trainer. I haven't worked out in like a year and a half because at one point, like I was working out, everything was good. I was like, you know, getting myself together. I was eating right, like cooking only. I maybe ate out probably twice a week. And then I got in this relationship and just got real stupid comfortable and was just like, I mean, you know, whatever, somebody like it. <laughs> and so I just stopped. I think that's where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so after that was over, it was like, all right, girl, you, I want to get my, like, my skin together. Like for me, working out. What's has wrong to with your skin? With, like, it's beautiful. Well, thank you, because I've been working on it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what got me back in the gym was like, okay, I need to get my skin together, which comes with like drinking water, you know, like all. All of the things mm-hmm. that come with it, eating right, you know, making mm-hmm. sure, whatever. So I reached out to a trainer and we started working out. And so like the first workout, it was fine, right? Mm-hmm. Like he made sure that he paced me and he didn't push me too hard. But he he said basically he was just trying to see where I was at. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the next time I come, <laughs> I caught myself, you know, doing what I thought I was supposed to do. I ate a little fruit before I went in there and that was it. Child, I nearby died like eight times. <laughs> and he was like, I mean, like I was on the flow. I was like, I got to throw up. He was like, but you got to get up. Like, <laughs> you're not going to stop. Like, you know, drink some water. He was like, did you eat? I said, yeah, what you eat? Some fruit. Girl, that's not enough. Like, you didn't eat enough food exactly. for this workout that you're doing right now. So I was like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. So the next time I come, mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure I eat. Child, next time I went. <laughs> I stopped and got me a Chick-fil-A sandwich. Oh, my God. <sighs> Died again. <laughs> you tried, though. I give you A for effort. I tried. It was okay. a valiant okay. effort. Okay. So I, I was that. like, you know, literally this time, like, about to pass out. And he was just looking at me like, you are being so dramatic. Like, <laughs> oh, those are the boo. eyes he was giving me, like, but you're not going to stop. And I was just like, you know what? I, I can't really do this. Like... <laughs> I feel like I'm paying money to pass out. So you went to the trainer three times? I went three times. And then, like, I moved, and it was just, like, so many things going on. Like, then I got busy. And so, like, that is my thing. Mm -hmm. I'll, like, start, and I'll be – because even though I was dying during the workouts, Mm -hmm. it was still a good workout. And Mm -hmm. it was, like, afterwards, I felt accomplished. I felt like, you know, Mm -hmm. like, you're going to get there where Mm -hmm. you want to go. Child – but then everything else happens, and I just put that on the back burner, and I was just like, I mean, I don't know when I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> so but I don't know there when. Is, there are some things to unpack there, um, but uh, I want to commend you for uh, taking, that, taking that first step. Um, 
and and going back because a lot of people don't go back after the first day. Um, yeah. But the thing is, you have to find the trainer um, that works for you. Um, just like when you're getting ready to go to grad school, you research schools and you research which professor you know you want to work with. You got to do the same thing with the trainers because not all trainers are created equal. Right. Um, and there are a lot of people out there that are giving us a bad name. Um, this is you know truly something that I do as as a as a lifestyle one. But also, I love learning about, you know, how the mind works um, and, and what you need to do to stay where you want to where you want to go once you get there. Because right. getting there is the easy part. Keeping it is going to be mm-hmm. what's going to what's going to make, you know, determine if it's uh, if you're if you're going to be successful or not. So um, you started. Uh, so we got to figure out what it is that's going to keep you keep you going. So my first thing for you would be to find a trainer that understands your needs because what it sounds right. like is he didn't quite understand your needs and he has to scale you and scale you means that he has to give you exercises that will push you out of your comfort zone because that's the only way you're going to change your body composition but also not make you feel like you're going to die right um, and everybody has a different starting point um, all three of us will have different starting points if we weren't worked out right now um, mm-hmm. and so we could do the same workout it's just going to be at a different pace mm-hmm. maybe I'm you know you might do 20 and I might do 10 uh, or something like that right. or whatever the exercise is um, but also you have to find somebody who's going to make you feel empowered and not make you feel like you said you felt like you you know didn't know understand what you were doing that for right I was um, being dramatic it, like I mean but I mean you understand what you're doing it for right um, but at that moment it's just like why um, and so you want somebody who can um, see that and understand and kind of have like the intuition to know. Um, Cause I would have stopped you halfway through the workout. First off, I want to put you through a workout. That's going to make you feel like some kind of way like that. Secondly, <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to talk to you in the beginning. And this is what I do before I sign up anybody is I talk to them for like an hour, just about what your goals are and what you want to accomplish mm-hmm. um, and how we're going to get you there and what effort level it's going to take on your part. Um, and see, that is a conversation we didn't have like, an in-depth conversation Mm -hmm. we went through like a phone combo and then kind of in text message but before the workout like we didn't really go in depth and so I was really just like well I mean you know two years ago I was doing this on my own so I really could do this by myself that's what Mm -hmm. I was thinking you know but I think I got a trainer because I felt like I needed the motivation because I'll make a lot of excuses of that's a valid reason though it's a valid reason like everybody has a coach Michael Jordan had a coach right um, so you definitely, I feel like everybody, just like you have a doctor, you should have a mental health professional, you should have a trainer. Right. Um, um, and that's, you know, we'll talk about that later, but, um, I do believe that you should, you know, if you want to go back to him, be upfront about what it is that you, what you, what you expect and what you need, um, and then see what he's talking about. If he's not talking what you want, then you find somebody else. So we have an appointment Monday cause that's, he was like, you got to start back. So Monday I'm supposed to go. Supposed to go see my therapist and then go to him on Monday okay. after that. Okay. You got to keep me in the loop about how that goes. Yeah, I will. <laughs> Child, but I mean, I really was being really dramatic. So do you have any stories about like you starting out with a workout that's really funny? Or maybe oh, somebody yeah, well, that you trained. <laughs> I, mean, I, I know you got some trainers, right? Um, like, I can give you one of, one of both. Okay. <laughs> when when I started boxing, um, you know, you I walked into the gym. My mom had just passed, um, and uh, the coach was like, "You know what? You can go to the Olympics." And I'm like, "This fool just trying to sell me to give me some buy some personal training." So I'm mm-hmm. like, "I'm like, he don't know this is what I do for a living." So I'm just like, "All right, you know, whatever." Um, and so then he started training me for free. So I'm like, okay, now you're trying to get my booty. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> so, so, but then I was like, I started really listening to him and he really knew what he was talking about. So 
three months in, I had my first boxing match, which is really, really soon for, you know, you'd be getting hit in the face. And at that point, I hadn't. <laughs> in the face. <laughs> right. So um, I had never sparred with a girl. I only sparred with guys. And guys, they don't hit you at 100%. They hit you at like, you know, 25, 30%. Right. So it moves slower. So you can see it coming. So it's easier to move out of the way. Um, so... First minute, first round, I got hit in the face. <laughs> With no mask on. No, right? I had, you had a headgear, oh, you but had she a... hit me right in my nose. So my eyes started watering. Watery. And I'm dizzy. <laughs> this is my first time ever getting hit. So once you get used to getting hit, you don't, all that doesn't happen. So I'm like, oh, shit. Like, what the <laughs> what? what did I get I myself into? two more rounds to go. <laughs> she was in there dead. So I lost. <laughs> Clearly. And then I quit. <laughs> but I like I can't go out with an 0-1 record right so, right. so I, I, I put my pride up and, and came back and then it was all she wrote for that um, but uh, and then with my client you know we have a, a onboarding process so basically um, after I meet with you for an hour we meet with you for another hour and give you your assessments you know your eat, talk about your eating habits give you your, your meal plan um, take your measurements um, and just see where you are physically and mentally. So That's, you're, you need to be my trainer. That's good. <laughs> right. That's really good. Exactly. That's key. So we do three. We do three exercises at that time. Um, we do sit ups, push ups, and then two minute two minutes on the assault bike. And that's different from a regular bike. It's a stationary bike. This bike, the faster you pedal, the harder it is to do. So oh. um, I give people a, you know, I mean, it's an assault bike. I tell it them in the beginning, intense. an assault bike. <laughs> I tell them in the beginning, like, don't come out of here like, like, you know, a bat out of hell. Ease into it. And in the last 30 seconds, you can pick it up because you're going to burn out. Because two minutes is a long time to be doing a repetitive exercise that gets harder as you go and not easier. Right. So we get through the sit-ups and the push-ups just fine. We get to the assault bike, and she's just going. Going, 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 going. <laughs> like a bad out of here. And then she finishes it two minutes. I'm like, are you okay? She was like, I just need to sit here for a minute. So she sits on the bike for like a minute, and then we get back in the room to finish our assessment, and she lightweight passes out. Now, mind you, she's not overweight. She's not, you know, doesn't have any eating disorders or anything like that. And so I'm just like... What was it like heck? a Wendy's William, Wendy Williams pass out? <laughs> she was that baby eyes. Wendy, listen, you alive, baby. You alive, and I'm gonna talk about you. Girl, she passed out. They be all right. It was funny to me. Oh, it was so funny. Sorry. No, so so what did she like? Did she fall like Wendy? No, she lay down on the ground. Put her, I put her feet up, and she was like, "Do you have any ice?" I'm like, "What this is it? We in the gym? I don't, I don't." I, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, and this is why I feel like the mental aspect is is extremely important as well because I fully prepared you for what to expect, and then you you decided what, what you wanted to do. Right. do, and so that is why people are not successful. Like I said, getting in shape and figuring out what you need for your body is really simple. It's just not easy, right? So people want to make it more difficult than it is. Simple but not easy. Yep. That's a really good distinction mm -hmm. because it is, it is like you can like getting a meal plan and, and actually like preparing meals and like doing all that. It is. It's simple because it's like you have these three whatever components mm -hmm. for your meal, but it's it's hard at the same time. But I feel like people go from zero to 100. You don't have to do a whole That's the problem. change. You, if you break it down and keep it simple, that the acronym that you've heard a million times, KISS, -S, yeah. keep it simple, stupid, stupid yeah. is, is really what it is. And just be patient with that process. And then your body will adapt as you go. 
Um, because when you try to do all these changes at one time, your body's like, no, ma'am, pause. Mm. Right. We're not here for it. Um, right. But if you do it step by step, it's a gradual change. And then by the time you get there, it's a part of your lifestyle. And it doesn't, it doesn't take away from anything of your quality of life. Because I sure did have, let me see. So I flew here today, right? So this morning I had Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> for uh, lunch I had pho um, with tripe and tendon um, and meatballs and hella noodles and a lot of sodium. Oh, a lot yeah. of sodium. Um, and so then I just had Popeye's. Because Justin, you know, I'm staying with Justin, so <laughs> right outside <laughs> right his window there. is Popeye's. Right, right there. Um, he got everything over there. He really do. Sonic. Raisin Cane. <laughs> Burger King. Burger King. Whataburger. Oh my God, it is all right there. Walkable. Um, and so I... I, I Knew that this was going to happen because I don't have food readily available, and I, you know, I wasn't going to go grocery shopping because I already spent seventy five dollars on Lyft and Uber just to get here. Um, so I was like, that, whatever was around is what I'm going to do. Right. So I worked out. I did two workouts yesterday, just to make sure to offset today. Not it's not literally offsetting, but it's not going to put you know two three pounds on me because traveling also makes you retain water and all that. Right. So just knowing your body and knowing what it takes, you can still eat what you want to eat. You just have to know when to do what. Mm. And that's what takes time to figure out. But it's still very easy to do because you just listen to your body. And that's where I feel like we, we go amiss sometimes. We're not listening. We right. don't listen. We don't. I don't. I can <laughs> say that. I don't. Well, I'll let you know how Monday goes, child. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> <laughs> well. I, I, I'm excited. Hopefully he's not gonna curse me out because he didn't listen to this podcast. I'm being like, like, what's she talking about? She don't know. No, I'm coming back with some more requirements. You need to sit down with me for an hour and we're gonna talk. You need to tell me what's gonna happen. All right, well, that was just the icebreaker, Jesus, and I'm sweating over here. So um, we're going to let Bisha take it away. Tabisha, excuse me. Take it away and get into episode 0.5 of Elbow Grease. I like that 0.5. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Um, so as I mentioned earlier to you guys, the mental, physical, and the spiritual aspects are three things that you need to um, get in shape in all areas. So I think of the mental, physical, and spiritual as a three-pronged table. So if you have three and you're missing one, you know, the other two can only hold up for so long. Mm. And so sometimes you might not even know that you're missing one. So let's say a spiritual, you know, you don't have to be, you know, praising God every day or, you know, whoever you, you know, believe in, or even if you're atheist, but if you don't have some sort of attachment, then something just feels off, off balance. Mm -hmm. So um, I wanted to um, go into a little bit about that mental first, and then we'll get into spiritual, and then we we'll go into the physical. Mm, okay. So um, mentally, um, it's uber important to have a positive mindset. No, you're not always going to be, you know, feeling like feeling up to it. Your attitude is going to be trash sometimes, and that's totally expectable, uh, expected. But what I feel like you need to be able to do is recognize that when it happens and try to understand why you're feeling that way. Mm -hmm. um, and that's especially true when it comes to the fitness realm um, because, Carl, you just said it. I mean, I said it and we said it. I don't feel like it. Yeah, right. Um, and so sometimes we have to be able to do things when we don't feel like it. So um, you go to work when you don't feel like it. Every day. Um, so <laughs> Every, every darn day. day. So uh, it has to be the same way. Uh, so you're taking care of your bills, but you're not taking care of yourself. Um, so with that being said, that causes stress. Um, and there's a stress hormone. I won't talk too long about it, but I want to tie it all in. Um, and that, that is, it's cortisol. And so if you have too much of that cortisol, it can cause you to be in a permanent state 
of that fight or flight. Um, and when you're in that permanent state of flight or flight, your body is constantly producing that stress hormone. And stress can literally kill you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you're not addressing that in some form or fashion, then eventually that's what happens. Um, as black women, we are the most out of shape demographic in the country out of every single demographic that's here. Um, and so I wanted to, to ask you ladies, what do you do when you stress out? And then what do you do to counteract that and counterbalance that? Mm, well, <clears throat> I think when I stress, um, I probably take on more activities. So then like, it's almost like a counteraction or I mean like a, what's the word I'm looking for? Like it, it makes me stop thinking about the stress. So take on more, that's probably gonna stress me out even more, but just so I'm not thinking about the one thing that was already stressing me out, then I focused on something else. Um, as far as countering that, I think, um, I am really big on journaling. And once I can tell that I'm like in a place of extreme stress, I'll stop myself and like write out what is stressing me out so that I can like start taking those things off of my table, like and unpack all of the things that are Quick question. stressing me. So why does it get to extreme stress before you address it instead of when, when you first started? Why do you think mm, you let it get because there? Because I'm I'm adding other things. Okay. Yeah, um, I'm 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 really big. I'm a really big person on like um, staying busy mm-hmm. to keep me from dealing with whatever. Does that make sense? It makes it makes total sense. Yeah. So I oftentimes will take on other activities so that I don't have to deal with whatever is stressing me out. So um, being present. Um, is something that I've had to learn how to do and I still struggle with Um, because when three things come at you at one time and they're out of your control, that's a a huge red flag or a huge indicator of stress. So um, have you practiced being being present in the moment and dealing with what is in front of you instead of or try to or even, you know, thought about it? Yes. um, However, you know, with different circumstances, you can't control Mm -hmm. everything. Mm -hmm. Um, So I deal with what I can. I can be present in what I Mm -hmm. can handle. And that's awesome. What I can navigate through. Mm -hmm. But when other people are involved, and you know, because people can be involved in your stress. So when other people are involved, um, I think that like something else would be my outlet because I can't control what this person is going to do. So let me just bring in something else that I feel like is going to be positive. And where the, the stress comes in is that it might not be time, like the, the time restraint is probably going to add the additional stress to whatever is also going on. Okay, yeah. so we can't avoid, avoid stressors, but what we, we can do is, is uh, sometimes in this instance, and I feel like in this instance you, you kind of know that that stress was coming, um, right. So you can prepare for it. And so that way that it doesn't have such a such an adverse effect on you, because the key point here is to not let it affect your health. Right. Um, and so that when I'm thinking about when I'm stressing, I'm like, OK, how can I prevent this from um, de- deterring my health or making me feel some kind of way? Because when I get stressed, my jaw will lock up if I get stressed 
stupid stressed mm. and I have to go to the emergency room and get a shot. So it relaxes my jaw because I have TMJ. Wow. Um, so I have no choice but to, I had no choice. Mm-hmm. It was either that or always be in the ER. Um, and I, <clears throat> and, that, and that's kind of the purpose of elbow grease is to keep people from getting from that to that point. If I can prevent somebody from doing that right. or, have, or, or understanding what, what, what their trigger points are mm-hmm. and, and catching it before it happens, um, then, then I, it's a win for me. Um, so I think that that's great that you are, um, aware because awareness is, is the first thing. Right. Um, and that's why I think that whatever trainer you find, you're going to be all right. Yeah. I think <clears throat> like you were saying your jaw, I think I can feel my stress in my shoulder here on my left side. And I think that's so- kind of something I took on from my mom. My mom used to say mm-hmm. when I was younger that like, her stress would be in her shoulder. Mm -hmm. And I always used to kind of think like, oh, my stress probably is going to be in my shoulder. And Mm -hmm. like now it is. So Mm -hmm. when I'm stressed, I can tell like, oh, you need a massage. Like it's, it's sitting right here in the Mm -hmm. shoulder. So, um, I, I don't think it's ever been to the extreme of going to the hospital, but I know that your body will Mm -hmm. tell you when you're stressed out as well. Yep. So being proactive in this instance is going to take you far. Right. Um, so when you feel those things, you know, having, you know, something that you do automatically, like if this triggers that, it triggers your positive reaction, do this to keep you from getting to the next level. Right. Um, and like I said, that, that, that takes time. All things that I'm talking about today take time. It's not going to have it all tomorrow, maybe not next year, but you know, it, with, with deliberate focus, it gets there. So Cara. Is it my turn? Oh my <laughs> God. You've been like reading me for filth all episode, so I'm not <laughs> Um, okay, so what, okay, what effect does stress have on me? Mm-hmm. Um, when I get stressed, I usually, um, I have to shut down. Like, so when I get like, I mean, like, cause I mean, being an attorney, I mean, being an attorney and working mm-hmm. at a firm is just an, a super stressful job. So like my weekends, sometimes I literally do not leave the house. Mm-hmm. I will not even like brush my teeth. I won't take a shower. I will literally be like I I had a weekend like that this weekend where mm-hmm. Saturday and Sunday I literally was like I'm not doing anything. Mm-hmm. And so I have to like shut down for a period of time and then I can kind of like recoup after that. But I do have to like take a bubble bath, like sit sit in the tub for like an hour, listen to music and just literally like decompress all the way down. Um, you know, I have we might be kindred souls, really? <laughs> and I love candles, so I like put candles around. Girl, mm-hmm. be fully romantic, and it just be me. <laughs> just be you. <laughs> it just be me. Um, yeah, and I. So that's one thing that I've noticed. The older I get, the more I prioritize like those days. So mm-hmm. a lot of the times, like I don't even be wanting to. Like I'll go out on the weekends, but I've kind of cut back. Like Friday nights for sure, I usually try to stay at home because mm-hmm. I'm like I know that I've had all this stuff going on, podcast stuff, work stuff, boyfriend. I have a, a long distance relationship that's stressful, so I try to make sure Friday nights are like the night where I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. my week's done. I'ma just chill. Um, when I get too stressed, I have physical things. So my my shoulders, like my neck and shoulders, I get tension headaches really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also, one time in law school, it got really, really bad to the point where I had like, I guess a, a, some similar to where your jaw, jaw locks up, my neck was turned to the side mm-hmm. and I couldn't turn it back. And I had to get a, 
I don't know what's a muscle relaxer shot before Mm -hmm. I could turn my head back the other way. That's Mm -hmm. how like stressed out I was. Mm -hmm. But yeah, mine is usually headaches. So if I get really stressed, I'll get just tension headaches back to back to back to back, like for days. They'll Mm -hmm. last for like a week or two. I haven't had that in a really long time because usually right before it gets to that, I'll be like, okay, I need to take a day. And I'll just like, either I either won't go to work or I just like will take my Friday and just like do nothing. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't know if, I don't know, I I probably could do better at preventing, like when I start feeling stressed, doing something. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes it's eating. Sometimes... Yeah, so like with eating, I've realized now that when I'm stressed, I want to eat something that's like comforting. So I'll either make something fatty or sugary or something like that, or I'll go to like Waffle House or something like that and eat something disgusting that I'm not, I know I'm not supposed to be eating it, but (laughs) it makes me feel good. I mean, but there's like really not anything wrong with comfort food if you can do it in a sensible manner. Waffle House is not sensible. <laughs> so, I mean, one, one, one meal is not going to totally throw you off. Yeah, no. So, if you need it, and I tell people, tell my clients this all the time, if you, like, actually need it and it's, like, on your mind, like, a day or two, they need to go ahead and do it because it's not going anywhere. But if it's, like, a fleeting thing, if you wait five minutes and you're like, oh, I, I'm all right, I don't need it, then that's fine. Yeah. Um, but uh, keeping yourself from things that you love or like or you really like, and some people, that's food is not going to help you to figure out, you know, what 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 your strategy is, what your equation is for you to be your best self as far as, you know, the mental aspect is concerned. Yeah. Um, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what I do too. Like going back to the first combo as far as like one of the other reasons why I think I'd be falling off is because I try to like cold turkey a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, you know what? I ain't going to eat no sugar. I'm not going <laughs> to do, I'm going to cut out salt, freaking sugar, anything. And so I end up having to like drink water and eat oatmeal plain. And I'd be like, what is this? <laughs> it's not like This is disgusting. I don't want to wake <laughs> up and eat oat. Literally, I was eating instant oatmeal with nothing in it. Y'all. I mean, I mean, think about it. You're going from eating things that make you feel good in the moment, instant gratifications, because it's what you said you like, yep. um, to getting zero gratification like and from something that you love to get gratification from. exactly so you know you kind of set yourself up for the okie doke um so we got to do it in moderation and i know that's hard if the rest of your day hasn't been balanced right um, getting technical only for a minute um if you don't have a balanced meal you cannot burn body fat you you will lose weight but it won't be the right weight it'll be mm. um, muscle um mm. because think about it when you eat if you eat meat what do you, what part of the animal do you eat? Their muscles. You don't eat the fat. Or if you do eat the fat, you eat a little piece of it. Yeah. So your body does the same thing. So you essentially become a cannibal if you are not eating balanced meals or you're not eating enough calories. So I almost rather see you overeat um, in some instances rather than not eat. Um, but hmm. in that same in that same vein, you have to find um, you have to have a excuse me um, a carb, a fat, and a protein at every meal. That's going to balance your blood sugar. Your blood sugar is balanced. It allows your your body to release fat and calories that you aren't using. I'm about to take some notes. But if you're <laughs> so a carb, a fat, and a protein, and a protein. Give me an example of a of an on the go breakfast. 
Not even on the go breakfast. Just like I'm at my office and I can cook. I can make something that's you got microwavable. A kitchen? I have a kitchen. Okay. At the office. Okay. It does not have a stove top though. Okay. It so just has. You can have. Um, I get tired of boiled eggs, but you can do eggs. Eggs is you know, are the, your body absorbs all the all the all the nutrients in the egg. So your body doesn't absorb all the nutrients and other proteins. So it does with eggs. So you can't go wrong with eggs. Okay. Um, so I would have me, okay, so for my typical breakfast, I'll have half a cup of oatmeal. I'll put some stevia in it um, and cinnamon. So it tastes like the maple and brown sugar that you have from Quaker. Not exactly, but similar. And I actually yeah. prefer stevia sugar over regular. Well, like I actually go. use. Okay, we went that's, And I put out salt. I use Mrs. Dash. Okay. Because right? <laughs> my ankles be swollen. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Over 30 Club. <laughs> right. Um, and then uh, I'll make like a egg scramble. Um, I'll have four eggs. One of them will be a whole egg and the other three will be egg whites. And then I'll just take, you know, buy like the five thing, $5 tub of uh, spinach from the grocery store and take a handful, drop it in there. I be doing that. Um, bell peppers, red, orange, that. green. I feel like we're the Cut them up, person. make like a cup and put it in. I said, we're Kendra Souls. I mean, people are really Except scared. I'm just not skinny. <laughs> but we're going to get there. We're going to get we there. We're going to get there. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that that's my breakfast. I never can eat it all in one sitting because I'm usually not that hungry. So what I'll do is because um, I work by appointment, so I'll eat what I can before. I'll come back home and finish it. Um, I like that because I don't be hungry in the morning either. Like I be forcing myself. But to you eat. gotta put something yeah. in there. Yeah. So um, yeah. So that's that's usually um, my breakfast, um, and my body loves sweet potatoes. So let me tell. You, can I just interject this? Let's sure. see what I did today because Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I ate so bad at PV. Right? I ate so bad. <laughs> and then of course all the alcohol, whatever. I was like, you know, this week I'm gonna mm-hmm. try to clean, reel it in. So I had. <laughs> I already know this. Oh, okay, I was about to say. I already know this statement. Spinach. What else I put in there? Kiwi, mango, banana, natural pineapple juice. Right? Mm hmm. In a smoothie. It was disgusting. It was good. Oh, okay. But I was on the toilet for like three hours. <laughs> Fruit has a lot of fiber. So that was the fruit? Yeah. Oh, that was too much fruit. I said, no, this is just ridiculous. And, like, and too much sugar. With the, well, what had all some of the fruit? Yeah, all that fruit is a lot. So yeah. if that, if all that equaled, you know, half a cup, great. If all that equaled less, more than half a cup, it probably got too Oh, it much. probably was more than half a cup because I did the whole um, banana. I mm-hmm. did. The like, banana by itself is, is, is all you would have needed to, to get your sugar content for that meal. Yeah. So I was like, okay, oh. I just literally, everything I had at PB, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't eat fruit like that regularly, do you? No. Okay, because you if you if you did, it would have just been like a soft soft bowel movement, not like like the floodgates opening. Because I was trying to figure out, was it the spinach Jesus <laughs> or what was the floodgates <laughs> Lord, I said, but I mean, hey, I really don't need to do that for the rest of the week because it's done. Oh, my God. I'm going to just eat regular breakfast for the rest of the week. <laughs> I was supposed to do a green smoothie every day, and I was like, no, that's out, because I can't do that. Add some protein to that day. smoothie, though. Like, uh, I have this, I have some protein Do you powder, like yogurt? But mm, Sometimes. I don't know. So, my taste buds are weird. Like, sometimes I can eat something too much, mm-hmm. and then I don't want it anymore. Like, that's why I don't eat eggs. Basically, all you had in that, in that shake was sugar. Yeah. And some, some fiber, because carbs are, I mean, fiber is a type of carb. Well, I mean, it tastes good, child. I drank it so fast, too. (laughs) And I be going to Smoothie King like that, drinking them darn smoothies like they do in some. No. Those smoothies be like 18, you know, 
800,000, 1,500, 2,000 calories. It's a lot. Where's the fat in the breakfast that you just told me about with the oatmeal and the egg scramble? In the egg? But also oh, I scramble yeah, I scrambled the egg in olive oil. That's the fat. Okay. We can we can move on. We don't have to because I'm, I'm gonna try to give a get a whole meal plan. <laughs> so what you need me to eat for lunch? <laughs> okay, so then what snacks? <laughs> and how when I need to eat the snack. <laughs> We can we can definitely get you set up with a consult. <laughs> but I'm at the payer though, y'all. <laughs> All right. So um, the next segment would be um, the spiritual. And so for me, I'm speaking from my personal point of view. Everybody has a different view of what you know their 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 spiritual mindfulness and their what their spirituality is. So uh, for myself, I don't necessarily prescribe to um, a certain religion but I am very spiritual I do believe in a higher being mm -hmm. I do believe that it helps to center you um if no for no other reason than by you feel a sense of um loss or, or something's missing when you don't have something that you're mm -hmm. attached to um so for so the basic definition would be concerned with the you know your your soul and your spirit mm -hmm. so what does spirituality mean to you two and then we'll kind of delve into it from there um I was raised Christian Church of Christ so spirituality was always intersected with religion for me so anything having to do with my soul and how God feels about that mm -hmm. um recently though my stepsister is spiritual but not religious and I've then understood and and I don't fully subscribe to her mindset all the way, but I do think a lot of the things that she talks about are important. Like um, she's very into crystals mm -hmm. and, and the properties of crystals and how they make you feel and how they're supposed to bring all of these qualities. And, and I'm kind of into it. Um, she also talks about just like the different, I guess chakras is mm -hmm. what it's called. Mm -hmm. And like, how they're supposed to be aligned and like how astrology goes into that. And as much as that's like seen from a Christian perspective as being of the devil or of something witchcraft-y, I kind of think that, that that is a part of Christianity. It's just a part that we don't really all the way talk about or, or delve into because we think it's evil. But I, I definitely think spirituality is the intersection between religion and your spirit which is I think can be they can be bifurcated because the crystals and all of that I mm -hmm. think are real but mm -hmm. they don't have anything to do with religion and mm -hmm. religion is a completely separate you know what I mean it's right it's it's a construct that's different mm -hmm. but anyway I'm, I feel like I'm rambling but. no no you're not you're not rambling okay. um it's what it means to you and and what you've experienced and you know that could change everything changes in this world so your spirituality can change as well and so um the fact that you're open and willing to, you know, consider other ideas that are different from your own, that's spiritual growth, in my opinion. Absolutely. Um, I've recently started to read about the chakras. Um, I've always been an inquisitive person. So this is just a side note, because I'm going to answer the question. But that is something... <laughs> That is something that is really interesting to me, um, just reading about it and the practice of it and all those things. So um, I'll let you know how I feel about it after I've read. Because I, I, I bought a book and, like, really getting into it. So I'm kind of see where that leads to. But 
uh, I am Christian. So, I mean, my personal walk with Christ and my personal relationship, I think I've said that several times, is what leads me on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> I have to start my day in prayer. Um, and I can tell in those days when I don't what happens and it's kind of like meditation for other people. You know, they spend a certain amount of time just meditating and, um, you know, whatever it is that they practice. But mine is just to be at one with Christ before I start my day so that I'm not, like, allowing other things to get into my spirit before I've allowed him to kind of walk before me. Um, so that's basically my practice. And then, of course, you know, I attend church and I surround myself with like people that I can speak with about things and that can lead me to back to the Bible to kind of like guide me in certain situations. But that is what like centers me and keeps me mm -hmm. from going off the deep end. Cause I mean, you know, life happens and it can really, I mean, I agree with what you're saying. If you don't have anything that's your focus or that you can center with, you know, you can go off the deep end. So that like, leads me to my next question. With all of us being black women, why is it, do you, why do you think that we want to leave everything to God to handle? And then certain things, when it becomes maybe too difficult or maybe something that we don't want to handle, we don't seek one external help in the professions, because we'll go to the doctor when we're sick. But as far as getting, you know, mental health care, we might not do that. Or as far as knowing that we got high blood pressure or whatever else that ails us, we don't want to go to the doctor. We don't want to take our medication. But we'll just say, oh, God will handle it. So where does that fall in that spirituality of making sure that we have the physical, mental, and spiritual all intertwined? I think that is more of like a religious practice or, you know, mindset that hey if I just pray it's all gonna go away um I've witnessed people in my childhood um even with cancer I, I, I know someone that had cancer and instead of going initially through treatment and all that they were just like okay well we're gonna go to the natural food store and we're gonna pray about it um that's not why God puts things to me God puts people in places so you know, as a therapist, I'm here mm -hmm. because it's needed. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that if if therapy was not needed, God would have um, executed for it to be um, utilized by people. Mm -hmm. But I think religiously, the black community has practiced that, like, God's going to fix everything. And the faith without works is dead, obviously, plays you know, it comes into play there because mm -hmm. if you're, you're just going to pray, but you're not going to do anything about right. it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, are, what are you going to do? You still, you're still going to wake up every day. So how are you going to fight through this or whatever that you're going through? How are you going to work through that? Um, but I, I really do feel like as the black community, that is what we hold on to. It's just that, Hey, all I have to do is pray. And, and I think it's deeply rooted mm -hmm. in, slavery and you know just praying to get out of slavery and you know praying for this and listening to the master and all that I think it's deeply rooted in the community and then with Christianity um the different denominations like you can really tell how 
religious they are. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, Cara, you said that you were Church of Christ. Mm-hmm. I don't think that I witnessed Church of Christ when I was a child, but Pentecostal and... AME, CME. AME yeah. Non-denominational. Well, yeah. And mm-hmm. it's like, it just, it's really intense. Yes. And when thinking back of all of the things that I saw as a child, like it's really intense. So I think it's deeply rooted in something. And that's and that's kind of what uh, the aim of having the spiritual aspect in elbow grease is for. Because some people might say, oh, you just need to tell me what I need to do mentally and physically to get there. Um, but if you're unsure in your journey of what your purpose is, and I think that that's the essence of spirituality for me is finding out what my purpose is and living that to my fullest extent. Because whatever higher power that anybody subscribes to, I think that's the the core of the of the religion or yes. the spirituality base. And so if we can open our minds to that, we allow ourselves to receive our blessings, but also um, we attract the energy because I really believe that when you're living your best self and being the best person you can be, the right people will automatically be drawn to you. Mm. Right. Because before, um, and the reason how this off topic, just a quick second, um, how I got back in contact with Justin, I hadn't talked to Justin in like since I left college. Then all of a sudden we follow each other on Twitter. And I was like, hey, I listened to your podcast. And then just kind of took off from there. And I was like, I want to start one. He was like, great. What is this? And then like we talked for like the next hour. Um, but he has been your advocate shouting. <laughs> so, um, uh, he always, let's talk about Visha. What Visha doing? <laughs> and he hates that he can't be here because yeah. he was like so excited about all of us sitting down for this. So. Seriously. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, we have a fourth mic and all. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I, I'm uh, I, like I said, I'm I'm overjoyed because it's something that I wanted to do for um, about two years. I just never felt like the timing was right. But this just feels right. And that's kind of how I live my life at this point. And that's where my spirituality comes from. Um, you know, just because something, you know, feels right doesn't mean necessarily. I, mean, I know it's kind of it sounds like I'm contradicting, but I'm not. Um, just because something is feels good doesn't necessarily means, mean that I need to do it. So what I do from there is just kind of sit back and, and dissect it. Um, and so oftentimes, I don't know if you notice, that's why I'm quiet sometimes, because I'm dissecting, trying to figure out how I can best explain myself um, mm-hmm. intelligently, but also get my point across the words understood across the board. But for me, that's what spirituality is. I kind of overstuck. No, no, no. I was going to say, no, no, no. <laughs> it is really okay. Cause I was just going to, I, I wanted to talk about vibes because mm-hmm. I think vibes are very spiritual. Bingo. And, and that is something that I really buy into. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think I've talked about this on another episode. I believe in soulmates. I believe people have multiple soulmates. I believe that soulmates have specific purposes for that particular point in your life. Mm-hmm. I think I think that I have recently met someone and, and it was an overwhelming feeling of, I have known you before. My spirit knows you. And I get that with people sometimes. And I realize like that's super important. And the vibes that you give off like you were saying, absolutely are what either draw people to you or push people away. And I think that when you give off the right vibes, the right people are attracted to you and they see that. And it's that to me is the spiritual. Because, I mean, religious is its own thing. And I, I am I'm probably not as religious as I've been before, mm-hmm. which is a completely other combo. But when it comes to spirituality, that is what I think drives me now. What is my purpose? What is what light am I shining into the world so that people are drawn to me? And I want to I want to challenge your listeners to, um, you know, tweet you guys or tweet you know me at, at Elbow Grease Pod on Twitter or, or just hit me up on Instagram, um, whichever one, um, to say 
what they think um, their spirituality means to them. Um, and also, um, if they believe in vibes and energy and chakras, what does that mean and how do they go about expressing it and, and, and just overall putting positivity out into the world? Mm -hmm. Or it could be the opposite. Where do you think you lack and you're not, you're on, or what's keeping you from being able to do that? I think that's something that, you know, we can, you know, all, you know, think about and, and kind of sit with and, you know, move forward with. Um, so the last segment would be the physical aspect. So again, give me a little bit of technical information. Um, uh, there are six fundamental movements that movement patterns that you need in, in, in your exercise regimen. Um, if you don't have them, it's going to be pretty difficult to change your body composition. Um, and okay. that's even if you have um, eating proper foods. So one is going to be squat, two, hinge. <laughs> you got hinge, lunge, push, pull, and carry. So all those are functional things that you do every day. Mm -hmm. um, you push things, you pull things, you lunge, you carry things, you um, squat, you sit up, you, get, you stand up, sit down, all those things. You hinge when you sit up, just like now we're in a hinging position. With oh, our body. This is a hinge. I was like, what the heck? Kind is a of hinge? sort of. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? So, on the first six episodes of, my, uh, of, of Elbow Grease, I'm going to go over each one. Um, but today, my question for you guys um, is what type of, when, before you got a trainer, Mish, um, what type of exercises uh, were you doing when you were working out? Did it include any of those things that I just mentioned? Squat, hinge, push, pull, carry, lunge? Um, lunge, yes, squat, yes, push, yes, probably not pull. And what was the last one? Carry. Oh, what's a hint? Oh, carry, hinge. yeah, I was. What were you weights. carrying? Weights. Um, so carry would just be like, I'm gonna pick you up and carry you across. Um, because then you have you carry when you groceries, um, mm. whatever the case may be. Um, so when I'm working with senior citizens, the thing that they struggle with is overhead strength. Um, they're not able to move things over the head or not able to pick things up. They can't bend over. They bend over. They hurt their back. So all those things are functional movements that you need to keep your body moving properly. But also those are the core muscles that will give you the nice ass or give you the flat stomach or make you have a nice contour back and shoulders. Um, so all those things are, are needed, um, in your, in your exercise regimen. And then you have to figure out what works for your body type. Uh, so, again, going back to taking the time to figure out the process. So, Cara, what, what, what do you do? Uh, let me go through the list. <laughs> um, I do squat. I do lunges. Um, I have done push-ups. It's not like my normal. Mm -hmm. I have to do girl push-ups, though. No worries. Um, I do the little, I have done the little pull-down things with the, the two things with the uh, weights, and you mm -hmm. pull them, and you do, I don't know what they're called. Lat pulls. I've done that. Yeah. <laughs> I've done that. Um, I don't do carry, um, and I don't know what hinge is, so. Okay, so <laughs> you've, seen, you've seen weightlifters, you know, they bend up, and they bend over, and they pick up a bar, mm -hmm. and they start from a certain position. That would be um, a hinge when you bend at the waist. Oh, so um, um, deadlifts are yes. hinge. Yes. Oh, that's part of a hinge movement. I used to do CrossFit. Okay. And so, yes, I have done all of these things. Mm -hmm. That was in 2015. So <laughs> it is now 2017, almost 2018. So I have not hinged in a dumb long time. Side note: but I'm not a big fan of CrossFit, but that's that's it's not really time for another hard CrossFit. You're doing really Olympic lifts. They're called Olympic lifts for a reason. 
snatches. People in the Olympics do them. Right. <laughs> Baby. And they've been training for years and they want you to lift similar weights to those people in the in the Olympics. No ma'am, Pam. I'm good. Absolutely um, good. Um Cross so you do not need that to get to where you're trying to go. Um where do burpees fall into these these essential burpees um it's it's interesting they really don't have um like a significant function as far as body contouring what it does is it serves as a point for me it's a point to get your heart rate up or to increase your cardio um endurance because you're moving your body through five feet or six for me five feet i'm only five feet tall but they're moving through (laughs) five feet of space in a short period of time so one other time in your life this is why i get your heart rate pumping so quickly so what other point in your life did you go from standing straight up to down to ground and back up (laughs) right so if i actually do one now you're you're gonna feel your heart rate jump about 10 to 15 20 beats per minute immediately so that's essentially what what it what it's for what about the stairmaster (laughs) though that's excellent for your butt um you climb stairs all the time no. I actually really like this air master. I'm about to start using it again. <laughs> well, then stare. Only. She's stare only. Stare master only. So all those people who are going to the gym and just getting on the treadmill. I be doing you're not, that. That's not anything that I just mentioned. Is the treadmill dead? It's dead. No, it's not dead, but you're trying to contour your body. And that's not going to do it. No. So listen, what about the abs? Because it, let me just be a little more candid and honest. Please. For endurance and health reasons, I feel like I need to work out. But I'm completely fine with the makeup of my body. Mm-hmm. I just want the abs to come a little faster. <laughs> it, just, it takes so long. And I just, I'm like, okay, when is it going to come? Well, I know it has to do with what I eat, but also, like, what are the... It really is 80% of what you eat. Um, and then it's also hereditary. Um, so my mama ain't got abs. No, 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 no. That don't mean that you can't. That don't. That don't mean that you can't have them. There's some people. My daddy. There's some people that may have four abs, or some people that can get six, or some people that can get eight. Um, Okay. So that's what it depends on. Then also, it depends on how quickly you know your muscles develop. Like, um, if I do two push-ups, I have a new muscle, and you know that may seem like something that's great to have, but as a boxer, you don't want to be big and bulky. Mm. So it's actually a challenge for me. It works against me because, you know, boxing is a, is a cardiovascular sport. And when you're having to push oxygen through extra muscle, it takes a lot more energy and a lot more time. Gotcha. So to answer your question, it's going to take consistency, um, but also with your food. And I find that that's the hardest part for people. And again, so you have to go on that journey. They'll come. You just got to be willing to put in the time. I can't tell you if it's going to be two months from now or 10 months from now. Mm, that 10 just but the, like the I'll, more I'll leave it alone if you can if you can <laughs> can I challenge you guys that can you like for the next two days give me um 80 percent actually let's do it for a week 80 percent um of healthy food everything 80 percent of your food so if you're eating three, I'm gonna write it down if you're eating three meals a day then that's two meals a week that you can do whatever with only two okay so three meals a day only two cheat meals per week. So I save mine up until I just can't do it no more. And I'm like, okay. And when you sit down and eat, you can eat whatever you want. You just want you to get up. That's it. No to-go plates, no nothing. So if you want three glasses of sweet tea, then you have three glasses of sweet tea. <laughs> but then when you get up, that's it. So when we starting? Because, I mean, tonight I'm probably about to eat. <laughs> <laughs> I already, I so already does anybody does, does anybody need to go grocery shopping? No, I went grocery shopping. I do. I haven't gone this week. Okay, so yet. what's today? Tuesday? Today's Tuesday. So can we- no, today yeah, today mm-hmm. is Tuesday. Darn. Thursday. I can start Thursday. So a week. 
Okay, listeners. Well, y'all gonna get this late. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you can start it on your but own. But y'all start on your own on Sunday. Yes. When you hear this. Okay. And then don't forget to tweet me your questions. Um, I'll do my best to answer as many as I can at Elbow Grease Pod, uh, E L B O W G R E A S E P O D, or you can at me at Tavisha. So I'm gonna spell my name. I don't wanna hear any jokes about how my name is spelled. <laughs> We're just gonna roll with it, okay? So you ready? Here it goes. <laughs> My name is Tavisha, and it's spelled T-A-V as in Victor, E-R-S-H-A. The R is silent. Tavisha. Okay. Right. Come on, It's a new on. development in the English language. <laughs> yes. So people, you didn't learn this in school, <laughs> but I'm just letting you know that it's a new development. We so create. Just work with it. Um, but I do have one, one more question. So I'm just kind of going back onto what we were talking about at the beginning. Um, how do you find motivation to balance all three, the physical, mental, and spiritual. Like, it, it is, it's, it's not a surface answer. It's going to require you to think a, think a little bit because this is the driving factor that pretty much drives you probably in your desire to, to be successful, your desire to, if you want to have a family, have kids, you know, the White House, picket fence, and 2.5 mm-hmm. kids or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, what drives you to be your best self? And how do you, let, how do you not let that deter you from and falling off the wagon and going all these different directions? Because you guys are successful. But this one aspect is not where you want it to be. Yeah, my physical is dead right now. Um, in talking with you right now and really thinking about why I want to be healthy physically, well, all three, but specifically physically because that's what I'm lacking in, it's so that I can be here to continue to live in my purpose. Mm-hmm. Because if I don't get it together then I could die early from, you know, I mean, I knew a girl that was 29 years old that had a heart attack and died, left by two kids and a husband, Mm. you know, and it happens every day. People get cancer. Mm -hmm. I've had two best friends die from cancer before they were 25. That's crazy. Um, And so that for me, I think in just talking through it now, like I have to be serious about that part because I'm paying all my bills. Right. But I'm not, paying my, this is really corny, but I'm not paying my physical bill, right? I'm not- That's not corny I'm at not all. I'm not catering to what is the most important part of who I am, which is my body. And I have to do better with that. Because if I want to live in my purpose, I have to actually live. But I don't want you to, to I'm feeling your energy right now. And I don't want you to feel bad about that. I do. I feel bad. And I, I, I feel bad because I conquer everything in my life. When something happens, I'll be like, I'm going to do it. And I conquer it. And I do it. I get things done. But I can't do this. For but whatever I've, reason. I feel like what you're missing is, do is the fact that you can. Because for the simple fact that you've done it in every other aspect of your life. Um, and this is you. You don't need anybody else to do this. I know, but then I'd be like, oh, I can't go to the gym because ain't nobody here to go with me, so I'm, I don't want to go by myself. I don't know what I'm going to do well, when I get there. what'd you do when you had a paper that was due um, and, you had, and you was due the next day? You I mean, didn't feel I, like doing it. I mean, I did it. Okay. I did it. Okay. I woke up early and I did it. I took an Adderall and I did it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not the best option. Grad school. Oh, I was an Adderall taking fool. But you did what you needed to do to, to get the job done. You're and right. So, you're so right. You sound like Ben. Ben Ben is yeah, he would he would love you. <laughs> hey Ben. Be like, just do it. Just do it. Like, what are you doing? Just do it. And I'm Good like, old Hello, ben. 
Yeah, good old man. Okay, anyways. <laughs> um, I guess for me, spiritually, I'm so grounded in it. Like, it's been such a big part of my life as a child growing up that I'm always able to, if I do fall off the bandwagon, I'm always able to get back on that really quick because it's something that's so natural. Mm -hmm. um, mentally, um, that took a while because that's not something that we talked about in my household, like going to therapy or just like coping skills or like what stresses you out and knowing what your triggers are. That's not things that I talked about as a child. But as I got older and then obviously went into career, I understood how important those things were. So um, I try to be as purposeful in my mental health as possible um, because I can I've seen the effects severely of someone not taking care of themselves mm -hmm. mentally. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think physically I'm kind of in the same boat as car. It's just like, you know, that's where I'm lacking because whatever reason, like I make up excuses. Like I just said earlier, like I'm mm -hmm. okay with the makeup of my body. So I don't need to work out that much. You know, like I kind of make excuses or like I got so many things going on. So I don't, I don't really have time for that or, you know, whatever mm -hmm. like that. But, um, Right now, I'm, I think I'm in a space of, like, I'm single, and I just really want to do things for myself. And I'm it's being selfish. Yeah, like, I'm being selfish in, like, this moment. Like, mm -hmm. Because I do want to get married and have kids right one day. So I want my body to be right before I get to that space so that when I do have these kids, my body can bounce back, and it won't be like, oh, what just happened, you know? So I'm trying to get physically in shape because of the space I'm in right now. And it's like, I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. um, eating, like I've been going grocery shopping, making sure that I have healthy things. Obviously, I didn't do something <laughs> so healthy this yeah. morning. <laughs> but that's why I like talking and I'm, I'm excited about elbow grease because I'll be listening so that I can get those key things to keep me on track because I didn't know that I'm putting a whole bunch of sugar in this. You're just thinking, oh, I'm making a green smoothie because that's what people do and, right. you know, whatever. But just I'm in that space where it's like very important to me right now. Okay. Um, and so basically what I'm hearing you guys you guys say is that it's it's a it's a constant effort. It's a journey. Um, I feel like you can be your best self, but then once you get there, you're gonna wanna add something else on top of it. So it's a journey to always remain and be your best self. Um, but when you're putting all three together, the mental physical and the spiritual together, even if it's tough, even if it's the hardest thing you've ever had to do, just knowing that you've started um, will be a win in of itself. And so I challenge everybody to celebrate the small things. Like maybe you only ate one healthy meal for three days, but hey, you did one, that's better than none. Right. Yeah. Um, and then challenge yourself to do better the next day. Because at the end of the day, if as long as you're moving forward, that's that's all you can that's all you can ask. Everybody's gonna move at a different pace. Everybody's gonna lose weight, gain weight, build muscle at different rates. And so be okay with that, and that your journey is unique to you. But also know that it can be done. I will always say, and this is gonna be a resounding theme, that it's always simple. It's just not gonna be easy. Mm -hmm. And so once you can wrap your brain around that and receive that, truly receive that. It's going to be eye-opening because you'll expect the challenges and then you'll know how to knock them down just like you did when you, when, when you went to school or college or whatever else you do, climbing a ladder at work. You know it's going to be difficult. You know you're going to have some trifling people that you got to deal with, talk to people, right. you know, code switch here and there. But you do it because it's what you have to do to get the end result you want. Same thing with your body. I want to add like being purposeful is so important 
because just an example, like last week, I just, this also has to do with like finances because you can spend a lot of money on food. And so much money. So much money. And I just decided that like I'm not doing that. it. You got <laughs> I just decided like I'm not doing it. Like I'm not because I work from home, but I go see my clients. And so I would be out and it's like, oh, I gotta get lunch. So I'm just spending money on whatever and mm-hmm. like just buying whatever to eat. Well, I cooked last week, I cooked every day and I made sure until we went to PV, but I made sure that like even the day of going to PV, like I took my lunch with me. Mm-hmm. And it was like I don't know who got a microwave, but I'm warming this up, Trudy. Mm-hmm. If I got to go to Quick Trip. Therapeutic <laughs> therapeutic moment. How did that make you feel doing Girl, that? Girl, so good. Because I was like, <laughs> I'm saving money and I'm eating right. Like, it just, I mean, it felt mm-hmm. good. And so, like, that, you have to be purposeful, though. Like, I had to make sure that 30 minutes before I needed to leave the house, I was getting my lunch together yep. so that I would be yep. able to eat it. But, and so, the one of the resounding themes that come from people who are successful in on their fitness journey and finding out um, what they need to do is time management. Mm-hmm. And that's the number one thing people say is that they don't have enough time. But when you are purposeful, you find time to do things that you never even thought you had time to do. Absolutely. Um, because one, you have to cook at a certain time. You have to eat at a certain time. So you have to prep to eat, but then, you know, you still want to get work done. So now you have to do work between these hours and mm-hmm. these hours. Whereas if you just eating wherever and not focusing on getting food at the right time, then your work can be wherever too Mm -hmm. and so it often bleeds over into the other thing so when you compartmentalize things and plan out your day i have a planner i put stickers all in it so i saw that yeah i I stickers all in my all in my planner but um yeah so having a planner um has helped me and that's just one of the ideas and that'll be episodes coming in sooner so i want to ask you know if you guys also i know i'm giving you guys a lot of homework but pick and choose what you need at this point um let me know what you want to talk about um, or what you feel like you need help with or you need guidance with or you feel like you want to pass on information to someone that may be able to help someone else. Let me know um, because that will definitely go on the list of podcasts because I'm currently putting together my first 10 titles. So Awesome. This was just the work. so good. <laughs> the work that you've put in is like amazing. Well, thank you. Amazing. And I I'm try. really excited for you. I'm excited for you because you're on our network, but I'm excited for you because you're going to be giving some amazing information to people that really need to hear. And just the fact that, like you said earlier, you're gearing towards African-American women. I think it's so, I just, the word empowering is so overused, but I think it is very empowering to give our sisters this because we need it. I agree. Also, it is supplementing the Millennial Love Network. And so we will be helping you out like kind of on the mental, yes. spiritual, but then she going to get hit y'all with both and the, the physical. And it's just going to be a really good marriage, I think, mm-hmm. right. um, because it, we're hitting y'all from all sides. So um, about how long will your podcast episodes be, do you think? Um, probably 30 to 45 minutes, probably closer to 30 most of the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely shorter than ours. So you can, get, you, can, <laughs> you can listen to hers and ours in the same day. You can get, your, you can get your run in. Yeah. Doing your workout. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're just really excited to have Tavisha on our network she is the first and finest (laughs) i'm blushing y'all on our network and you know what it's 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 more to come and we're just really grateful for her joining us and for her and justin's friendship so that we can have this opportunity and we just want to say thank you thank you shout out to you and everybody, can you tell them again where they can find you on social media? Yes, um, you can find me at Elbow Grease Pod, E L B O W G R E A S E P O D, 
Or you can find me at my ratchet name, at (laughs) Tavisha, T-A-V-E-R-S-H-A. Please don't forget the R because there isn't a Tavisha without the R. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, please go follow her. Tweet her, all of those things. And you know where you can find us, at Millennial Love. That's M-I-L-L-E-N-N-I-A-L-L-O-V-3 on all social media platforms. Um, Tavisha's Elbow Grease podcast is going to be posted on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Everywhere, everywhere, y'all. She's going to be posted there, too. So we will also be promoting her. So if you have any questions, you can hit us up on Twitter, or you can just follow us, and we'll be posting her stuff, too. So... I feel like I'm Quavo because I'm like, hey, (laughs) (laughs) mama. (laughs) That's my favorite one. When he be like, mama. You're like, why you gotta say mama like that? Offset. Because they be like, anytime they say something about mama, he hollers out, mama. And it's just, it's really stupid. And I love it. I freaking love it. So. Anyway, thank you so much, Visha, for that amazing episode. Thank you guys for having me. Now we got to get ratchet with somebody spilling their darn tea. I feel like it's so fitting, though, for starting a podcast. Look at her. Look at her. Segway queen. So, okay, y'all. So it's very fitting that our millennial moment is a an email from our homegirl, Deja. The names have been changed to protect the innocent. Um... <laughs> And she is trying to start or was trying to start a podcast with her best friend. So I'm going to just read a few lines. So I've been wanting to do a podcast for over a year now. I finally decided to put my vision into action. So I asked my best friend of 17 years, we've been friends since we were 11, if she would like to be a part of it. She happily agreed, but since then she's been super slow to do anything I asked regarding the podcast. She has even outright ignored my texts later claiming her phone was on do not disturb or she just didn't see it. I brought it to her attention and she promised to do better. I've been doing, <coughs> excuse me. I've been doing a lot of work and spending a lot of money to get this off the ground. I'm doing everything, logo, theme, music, editing, etc., all by myself. All I've asked her to do is to get her mic and set aside some time to record. It's been three months, and I've only gotten her to record one time, which was just a trial run. She seems to always be busy or have an excuse. Recently, I sent her two clips of outros and a pick of artwork that we commissioned an artist to draw. It took her about four hours to respond. Her excuse wow. was her phone was on Do Not Disturb. So I'm like, okay, do you need me to resend the text? She states, no, I got them, but did not <laughs> respond to them for another hour. I've had enough. And I told her <laughs> that I don't want her to be a part of it anymore Dumb. because working with her is frustrating. This, then this happened. Now I'm stuck with no co-host, nobody to replace her, money and time already spent, and I don't know how a solo podcast would go over. Please, she she sent receipts, y'all, and I'm not going to go through all of these receipts, but please read the messages and judge from this email and let me know if I was wrong. Should I give her another try or should I move forward alone? Sorry for being long-winded, but I had to tell somebody. P.S. Love the show. Keep up the good work. There are several screenshots. Hopefully, hopefully you read them all. If not on the show, at least amongst each other, so you can come up with a fair answer. And we did, child. Pay close <laughs> attention to the timestamps that are visible. And there we go. So let me let me say this first. Sis. <laughs> 
Honey child. We read them doggone screenshots. <laughs> but listen, that was a lot. <laughs> that was a lot. And it was a bit um, overwhelming for me because we got stuff to do, Sean. Yeah. We sitting there reading all these screenshots between you and old girl. <laughs> but we, we appreciate the screenshots. We appreciate the screenshots because it made me laugh, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny. Um, did you want to go first? I mean, you know, I can. Um, so first of all, the one screenshot where you had the clapping hands <laughs> and the emoji that's screaming, you took me out, okay? Like, <laughs> because you were upset. You down. know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> that baby was sick. That was funny. No, but seriously, um, I don't know that I have the answer of whether or not you should leave her alone or what, but... As far as your friendship goes, I think that um, it's a conversation you can have with her because if y'all have been friends that long, then y'all should be able to sit down and have a conversation and her really give you a clear answer. And from talking with her, you will be able to digest whether or not that you should move forward with her because... Um, from what y'all are saying and like the text messages, like I get it. She's not responding. You know, she's obviously slow in um, her response and, you know, putting her phone on do not disturb, whatever. I don't know if she really did that. I don't know if I really believe that. But I, I, I really feel like y'all should be able to have a conversation. The other part of that is that as her friend or somebody that's trying to go into business with her, if you know that she's busy, you might want to reevaluate if that's, if it's even appropriate to ask her to do something like that at this time, because she might really not have the time. And mm -hmm. I mean, like you're trying, this is something that you wanted to do and you're trying to get her to do what you want to do. And she just might not be in the space that you are. So you kind of have to be, um, considerate of like where she is and like that I feel like that conversation can get y'all together but don't expect her to be where you are when you're bringing her into something that you wanted to do um, especially if she's claiming and I put air quotes and claiming that she's so busy because I mean that do not disturb is just dead like do y'all really put your phone on that I, I my, do my phone do? does it okay. autom automatically when I drive I don't know if you... Oh, they have that the new thing. thing. Yeah. You should have text messages. I'm driving right now. Yeah, yeah. I do. Like when you text your mommy, like, I'll, I'll text you back when I get there. Right. Like, that's what I think. So mine does it automatically, but I don't never do it like on no, like, I'm about to go to sleep, I'm going to put my phone on. I never do that. I put my phone... I will say I put my phone on silent, but... I'm not going to lie. I see the text message. Like, I'm just not responding. It's, it's self-care. Like, right now, I'm not responding to text messages. I'm going to respond when it's... In, unless I can see that it's something that you need me to respond right now. Like, you need me to answer you. Mm -hmm. I, sometimes, you know, you need to decompress from your day. So, if it's like you've had a rough day at work, whatever, and you're just like... For the next two, three hours, I'm just going to chill with 10 o'clock, my phone goes on Do Not Disturb. It's automatic. 10 to 6 a.m. Wow. Because clients never... They don't stop. Mm. I mean, because if, you, if you're good at what you do, then your clients are your, are your friends. Mm -hmm. And so it's easy to blur those lines. Yeah. Right. And so they'll be like, hey, girl, it's 11 o'clock on a Wednesday. I'm asleep. What you doing? Right. Mm. <laughs> that, that might be actually kind Watching of the back of my eyelids. That right. might be kind of burr to do the 10 to 6. I might have to try that. Okay. So I agree with Michelle. 
I think that you need to assess where your friend, before you even want to start a podcast with your friend, y'all need to have some in-depth conversations about what your expectations are as it relates to the time commitments and the money commitments and all of the commitments that go into doing a <laughs> podcast. Because we didn't have those conversations in the beginning and we had some problems. Right. I mean, we've gotten past those, but there that is... That is a very important component of doing a podcast with more than one person. You have to make sure that each person is on the same page as it relates to that. So that maybe needs to be the first step. Secondly, after y'all have those conversations and you see that y'all are not on the same page, then you just going to have to chill on it. Yeah. That means that you need to let her know, hey, we're still friends, but I don't feel like we're on the same page. Letting her know that and moving forward with whatever you need to do, whether you're going to do it by yourself or whether you're going to find somebody else. Don't rush starting a podcast just because you want to start a podcast. Because like Visha was saying, she wanted to start a podcast for two years but didn't because the timing wasn't right. Whatever that means for you. That means for you, but you need to make sure that whenever you start it, like you're ready to hit the ground running because mm -hmm. there's not going to be any stopping if you want to be serious about it. Right. You have to be committed to putting it out, whatever your schedule is, you have to be committed to doing all of that every single week or every couple of days or whatever. Um, and before you ask whether she's ready, you need to ask yourself if you're ready for what a podcast entails because... Sure. It's a lot. And so I think that that's step one for you. Step two is if you believe that starting this podcast is going to dampen or put, um, uh, put a strain on your friendship with her, then you need to determine what's more important. Is the friendship more important or the podcast? And I feel like if y'all have been friends for 17 years, then the friendship should clearly way be more. way more important than any podcast that you can put out. So that needs to be your focus. And to be honest, I think it's a better idea to do a podcast with somebody that's not your friend or somebody that you haven't known that long because I feel like that's when you can get different perspectives. Y'all are the same person damn near if y'all have been friends that long. So y'all's perspectives are going to be the same. So there's going to be no, no dissonance on the podcast. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, that's just my two cents. But <clears throat> save the friendship, girl. Finding friends that are, finding female friends that have been friends for longer than, for I don't even have a friend I've been friends with for 17 years. Keep that. That's important. Cherish that and focus on the podcast sec secondly. Like that should be second priority. And as it relates to doing a podcast by yourself, girl, people do it all the time. Visha doing her own. Hey, I'm here. Right. Visha's right. <laughs> doing her own. I know hella people that have podcasts by themselves. I mean, you bring on guests or you do it. But I mean, people do it. You just Be have confident to, in you. Yeah. Just yeah. do what you want to do. Don't think that you have to have a co-host. Don't think that you. And then don't think that your co-host has to be your friend. It could be somebody else that you don't know. You know, freaking put out a search on Twitter and be like, hey, who lives in my area and they want to do a podcast and then Good talk idea. to them about it, you know? I mean, social media is powerful. It's crap. You can find all kind of stuff. But yep. long story short, girl, you being real dramatic and uh -oh. <laughs> I understand. I can even say that because I'm dramatic as crap and I understand when something is your baby and you want to foster and you really want it to work. Sometimes you go a little overboard. Take a step back. Just take a step back, chill, 
have a glass of wine and really think about what's important and what you want out of the podcast. And if that, if if your friendship is more important, which I'm I'm thinking that it probably is, then just apologize for what you said because some of the stuff you said was a little, <laughs> it was a, a bit much. And and let her know that you understand that her time commitments are on, focused on other things right now, and you're not going to take that personally. And keep it moving. Bisha, I know you got something to say. I mean, I, I want to kind of sort of piggyback off what you said and, and valuing the friendship. Um, but when you have that conversation, I want you to be prepared for something that you may not want to hear. Because she may not, she may not want to do the podcast, and she may have been afraid to tell you that she doesn't want to do the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, or it could be she maybe doesn't want to do the podcast with you. Mm. So be prepared for whatever answer you give. But I still agree with Kara that that friendship should come first, um, even if she says she doesn't want to do it, or even if you get your feelings all the way hurt. Um, it's, make sure that you preserve that friendship and be prepared for the answer that you don't want to hear. So that way, if you do get the answer you want. It's that much better. And I'm going to be honest. One of those text messages, the friend was like, I mean, I hate that you feel like I don't want to do it. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like she really she don't, don't want to do it. it. <laughs> that baby don't want to do that podcast. She don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> she just, honestly, it seems like she's trying to do it because you want to do it and she's your friend. And y'all are friends. And she wants to make you happy. Yeah. Um, because if she was as... as uh, excited yeah Yeah. if she was as enthusiastic as you are about it she would be hella responding quick like dumb quick but she hit you with the do not (laughs) (laughs) y'all that's not it's not funny yeah i got your text (laughs) three hours later i looked at it three hours later i ain't look at it i'm dead tell me what your email is (laughs) that's the dead one Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Deja, for writing in. That was a really good one, though. And it was so fitting. It It was was so fitting. fitting. We could not have picked the perfect one. Thank you so much for writing in. Seriously. And if you have any other tea that you want to spill and you want to get our take on it, please email us at info at millennial love. That's M I L L E N N I A L L O B 3.com. Anybody else got something to say? Bisha? When your first episode coming out, girl? Next Wednesday, girl. Mm, every Wednesday at what time? I don't know yet. You don't know. We're going to check that out. We're going to let We're y'all gonna find know. out. It's going to be on Wednesdays, though. Yes, right? Wednesdays. 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 Midweek, so you can listen to us on Sundays. Then Wednesday, you got... See, look at us. We demanded. We commanding the week. Correct. So Wednesday. by Wednesday, you should have at least one good workout in. Never mm. miss a, never miss a Monday. So on Wednesday, you can get your pump up and get rejuvenated mm. to finish out the week strong. Oh, absolutely. Never Look miss a Monday. <laughs> and also, remember your homework. 80% of your meals for the next week need to be good. You only get two cheat meals if you eat three meals a day. Yes. Two cheat meals if you eat three meals a day. All right, y'all. It's been real. We appreciate y'all. Thank you for coming on, Visha. Thank you for having me. We are really excited about Elbow Grease. Not as excited as I am. <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll, we'll be back with Justin next week. Yes, we love miss you, Justin. you, Justin. We miss you. All right. Bye. Bye, Shadi. Adios.